Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Um, well, we had really good news yesterday about the writer's Strike the Writers Guild coming to an agreement with the AMPTP. Uh, and the SAG AFTRA strike is still going on. Uh, now we have some new news about a secondary strike um, involving video game actors. So uh, before we get to that, Don, I just want to give dear listeners a heads up on our Project Down and Dirty Pickleball tournament. Uh, because we got an update on tickets. Mm. We still have spots left. For the reunion show, which gets you, you know, the those $50 tickets get you the reunion show and a tournament ticket. Uh, we still have some of those left, but there's not a ton. So if you want those tickets, I would say bebop over to mytalk1071.com immediatamente and grab those tickets. Otherwise, uh, we are not quite halfway through the tournament only tickets, which are just 30 bucks. So those tickets, we still have a, a you know. I don't want to say an ample supply, but there's there's some there. Mm-hmm. So if you are planning on coming to see us for Project Den and Dirty Pickleball, I buy mean, your tickets. Do it right now. Do right it right now. Right now. now. Right now. Right now. Yes. And remember, the proceeds of those tickets benefit each of the four charities. It's going to all be put in a pot and then split four ways. So great. That's why we love doing this. Yes. And that's our reality show on the radio, which is, gosh, not even two weeks away. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of competition, a lot of smack talk. There's alliances brewing, Dawn. (laughs) And uh, Dawn has been furiously practicing. (laughs) Morning, noon, and night. Oh, right. You were in your sleep going, pow, 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 backhand. Yeah. MC comes into uh, the the bedroom and he just throws pickleballs at me while I sleep and I just hit him with my racket in my sleep. I love it. We should do that during the show. I'll just lob balls at you. (laughs) One time I was practicing during the break something with my pickleball racket. Oh and God! Bradley it was, was racket, irritated. Racket was the uh, was the key word there. I was like, it's the most is annoying, annoying noise. Mike was like, like, "Are you ever going to stop it?" Oh man! But that's back a good time. to uh, from pickleball back to the top story of the day, which you referenced. Not the top story, but a big story of the day. Strike continues, but wait, there's more. So, as you said, SAG after strike still in full effect, despite the fact that WGA has a tentative deal with the AMPTP. However, we now have more actors on strike, and with SAG, uh, or I should say, more people are gonna about to deal with the wrath of SAG AFTRA because SAG AFTRA has voted for a strike with the video game industry. And I thought this was particularly fascinating um, because this is not an area of acting that people think about very often, right? Like you would, Don, because you play a lot of video games and so does Mike. You you both probably understand the importance of having interactive 
Yeah, because they do motion capture now. They do full scenes together with the little dots all over their face, and that's how they get such realistic graphics, is that these people are fully acting out scenes. Yep. And so that's important. They're not just doing voiceover work. They're like doing a whole movie. Actually, so much more than that. Months and months and months of acting. Yeah. And um, so, you know, you understand that a lot of the public probably doesn't. But we're about to learn because on Monday, union members, that is sag after union members, voted 98 percent in favor of strike authorization against the video See? game. Hmm? Yes. Against the uh, video game industry. And that doesn't mean that they will strike. It just means that while their negotiations continue, there is the threat of a looming strike. So if they don't reach a deal, that a strike could happen. I thought I would share with you our good friend uh, and president of SAG after a Fran Drescher. She's been on the show many times over the years. When we record her voice and put it on. Yeah, no, she doesn't. She's never been on the show, but you know. If you say it with confidence, people will believe you. Don't forget that for pickleball. Okay. She said, Thanks quote, for the tip. it's time for the video game companies to stop playing games and get serious about reaching an agreement on this contract. I thought that was delightful. <laughs> it's time for the video game companies to stop playing games. See what she did there? Mm. She is always uh, a woman of words. The result of this vote shows our membership understands the existential nature of these negotiations. She goes on. You get the point. She said they're ready to strike. The opposite end of that spectrum, that is the a spokesperson for the IMA, which is Interactive Media Agreement. That's the group that represents video game makers. They said essentially that they're going to continue to negotiate in good faith. Mm -hmm. They have been doing all the right things and they're committed to coming up with a solution. So... I will say it doesn't seem like a foregone conclusion that there will be a strike, but they're certainly ramping up the pressure. This is a billion, billion, billion dollar industry. I mean, the people, they make so much money off these games with, you know, so many designers and what goes into it. But the actors who it is like it is the spitting image of them. If you see them on the street and you play the game, you know, it's them. That's how realistic it is. And these are actors. That's why I said, see, whenever you said 98.9% of the voting body of SAG-AFTRA um, agreed to this because they understand how important, like these are real actors. They're not just getting paid yeah. for voiceover work. It's super labor intensive. They're working very, very hard to do what they do. Yeah, and again, I think it's going to just highlight another industry that people maybe don't realize or they take for granted. And and I will say, if you're thinking out there as an audience member, well, what the heck do they have to complain for? I bet they have nice jobs and they get paid pretty decent. They have the same concerns that a lot of actors do, which is, of course, maybe even more so when it comes to artificial intelligence. Like, they want to make sure that um, they're being compensated for the likeness of their image, even if it's being generated by artificial intelligence. Yeah. Um, so it's really a lot of the same concerns that what you would think of as a traditional actor would have. For sure. And all of the different ways that they track, you know, how game sales and uh, it's just there's so much money being made in the gaming industry. And even like if you think of, um, for instance, the actors who are in the video game Last of Us, you know, that's very popular now as a TV series. 
it was based off their image. It has different actors, but do they see any money from that? You know, or some of those actors are actually in the show, the real show, but it just goes on and on. And so they're always developing new artistic ways to market these games beyond just the game. Yeah, absolutely. All right. When we come back, Dawn has an update for us on Slandy. What's a Slandy? It's a publationship. What's a publationship? It's celebrities doing their relationship out in the open. Slandy is Ariana Grande and... Ethan Slater. Ethan Slater, a.k.a. Spongebob on Broadway. We'll have all the latest and from Dawn. And Wicked. Uh, on my- well, is this Slandy? It's Ariana Grande and Grande. <laughs> and Ethan Slater. It's a new celebrity couple. And uh, they've been seen in public, Bradley. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk 107.1. So, Ariana Grande... Grande what's wrong with me? I don't know. Grande? Grande? You can just call her Grande or Grande. Grandy, Slandy. Doesn't matter. They both divorced their respective spouses. Or in the process. In the process, yes. And they first met on the set of Wicked, where they're both. He's he's a Broadway star. Apt that the Wicked uh, or the musical is named Wicked because their behavior was very wicked. Right. That's correct. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, But they were seen in public for the first time. From what I understand, I can't remember them being seen in public together since all of this mess went down. Um, And the mess being, you know, getting divorced. And he had seemingly a pretty solid relationship with his wife who um, had just given birth last year, I believe. So, you know, she's a new mom. She was kind of blindsided. Or no, that was the birth. That was the... Was Mother's that the Day? first day or something? I just remember that she commented on a post in May of this year. Mother's Day. So it was Mother's Day. So yeah, and they had had the kid the year, uh, last year. Yeah. So they were at Disneyland, arm in arm, and oh. it's not like they were putting it on their social media or you know he was wearing a baggy sweatshirt with a hat. You know they don't want to be really recognized. She was wearing a ball cap as well, and you know but wearing a cute little outfit, but. We weren't sure because in the blind items we had heard that she had moved on already, which kind of didn't surprise us. Um, but nope. I mean, this is basically their first public outing as a couple. It might not be, hey, we're not ashamed of it. We're together broadcasting through their reps or anything. But yeah, this it's not is like them. an official outing, you know, a la the royal family. It's just them being out in public and as celebrities, you know, despite the fact that they're wearing, quote, disguises, which really just amount to ball caps and hoodies. Yeah, they they are out in public and know that they will draw attention even with, you know, some minor disguisery. Yeah, you got to know that somebody's going to be taking pictures of you. So in my mind, it's like they've decided we just can't stand it anymore. We're so in love. We have to go ride some rides together. And we're just going crazy. Or they just don't care and they think maybe that the attention, the spotlight has passed them a little bit, which I would say is not necessarily beyond the realm of possibility, right? Because we've got so many other things we're paying attention to, including but not limited to other publications in the name of Quift. Yeah. Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey. Perfect timing. So there's a lot of other, you know, sort of focus going in other directions. We've got other celebrity divorces, Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner. So maybe they thought like, hey, now's our chance. Let's go have fun at Disneyland. I gotta ride a ride. I just have to. Yeah. They did get like a private, you know, experience. 
They always do that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, when I went to Disney World this last year, or la- yeah, last year with Jason, um, our private tour that we had, that tour guide had been a tour guide for Miss Ariana Grande. And Grande. Here I go learn? again. <laughs> what? I learned that um, that she's very nice and her family's very nice. Um, her brother's really cool, and he enjoyed the experience. So she's obviously but she a Disney always fan. Does. Yeah, most celebrities always do that private tour because you get to go in the back way around everything. You don't have to walk through the people. You're kind of pop out of a door and then you're first in line. Like it's literally like right there. God, that would be so frustrating if you were the person in line and you just got booted by a celebrity. Like, excuse me. But I always imagine it feels like like uh, when you're at the TSA pre-check and somebody with clear comes through. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are, I experienced getting in line with 11 other people or, or whatever, how large our group was. I don't remember 10, maybe people. And it is kind of like, sorry, you know, cause you do get right. At, that's part of it. Yeah. You know, that you do get right ahead of the line. And if people have been waiting a long time, they don't like it, but I bet they'd be excited if they saw her at the front of the line, you know, they'd be like, that's Ariana. Yeah. Grande. If you liked Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't a fan, you'd be like, excuse me, or ma'am, I've been waiting in this line all afternoon. Why <laughs> right. does she get special treatment? In fact, I bet most people would be like, who's that? Because they've got hoodies on, they've got ball caps on, and then it'd take about 10 minutes before the whispers got through the crowd. Oh, that's Ariana Grande. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I'm sure people were, but you know, it is Disneyland. So at the same time, there might've been other celebrities in the park. It is quite possible since they do have a lot of time on their hands uh, with the SAG after strike. Yeah. So I wonder if that's in bad form if you were, you know, a part of the strike, but you're out at Disneyland and not on the picket lines. Do you think that publicists would be like, don't go to Disneyland right now? Mm. Would you, as a member of BDEPR, advise one of our clients? That's our unofficial PR firm where we give free advice to celebrities. I don't think I would have an opinion on Disney. I mean, Disney just feels like it's an, an attraction. It's a way to get attention. So why not? That's I true. mean, like cutting lines and getting private tours maybe is going to like that depends on what kind of celebrity you are, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think that there would be a particular issue with it. Do you? I do. Actually, how so? Yeah, because um, anybody could take pictures and then any tabloid could get those pictures and spin it like uncaring, privileged. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, you know, so-and-so is at Disneyland while people are 
losing their homes, striking and picket where other celebrities are on the well, picket lines. Then the PR people need to alert a lot of the celebrities uh, <laughs> Not over in the Mediterranean. Because <laughs> have you? Yeah, I think because it's right on the home front, Disneyland is in Anaheim right there. And so they could have an opportunity. If they're just in Italy, they're in Italy. But since they could just walk over to a studio and pick up, maybe I would advise them to go pick it for a while and then go to Disneyland. Yeah, I think as long as you're not doing things that are running up against the goals of the strike. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've seen celebrities at sports games. We've seen celebrities at concerts. We've seen celebrities hobnobbing with Taylor Swift out for high-priced dinners in New York City. I don't think you're paying a price for that. I just think you would want to be careful if it's looking like you're promoting your work. So, like, if you, I guess, for Disney, like, if you were a Disney actor, and I don't know, like, this would, you'd have to, like, twist your mind into pretzels to make this happen. But, like, if uh, Halle Bailey was, Mm. like, I don't know, like, (laughs) extemporaneously speaking on video about her role in well no that wouldn't even work because it's not struck work i'm sure you could come up with a way that a celebrity should not be you know promoting anything disney but true yeah i mean they did they're sort of inconspicuous here i mean and the most important thing about this is that this is coming from a, a blind item website dumois and they release these photos and videos and it is they're spotted for the first time as a couple so, yeah, this just proves that they haven't gone away. The blind yeah. items indicated at the, uh, for a while that she's already moved on. However, today in the blind items, we also learned, if you missed it, and by the way, you can listen to our whole blind Blinded by the Item podcast as a separate podcast wherever you download podcasts. Just uh, search for Blinded by the Item. In that uh, part of the show today, there was a blind that suggested Ariana Grande has moved on, although... Not totally. So she's still hanging out with Ethan, but the blind would indicate that there's also another mystery man floating around that she's been uh, connecting with. Right. And he's oblivious, except I don't think he would be now. He'd be like, so uh, are we just seeing each other? (laughs) Maybe he doesn't care in the way that Ethan Slater didn't care that he was cheating on his wife. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Ethan Slater probably would care. Yeah. You know, if he if no, I'm saying the guy The Oh, the, the other guy? guy? Oh, yeah. yeah, he doesn't care? Yeah. He doesn't care? I don't even know who he is. One of the comments on this video is, he's prancing around his new celebrity life like he doesn't have a toddler and a postpartum mama he left behind. I hate everything about this. Ooh. Yeah. And that was his That was his ex-wife <laughs> in yeah. the comments. Oh, that was, yes. She's like, excuse <sighs> me, you have a child at home. How dare you go to Disney? <laughs> I will say that's not going to that's not going to leave anytime soon. That stigma with those two. Yeah, it is. I don't think that's ever going to really go away. Well, Don, thank you for the slandy update. That, of course, is, again, the publicationship known as Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater. We'll keep tabs on them, just like we're keeping tabs on Britney Spears and her Instagram account. Don't play with knives. Remember when somebody gave us that advice for Britney? Well, <laughs> she hasn't taken it because... 
he's really playing with knives. And we'll tell you why and where and how you can see it when we come back right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. To the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. We have to always keep track of what Brittany is doing. And um, let me tell you something this one's scary. Let me get a little toxic. Yeah. Oh, it's not tattoo time, Dawn. Tattoo time. Oh. It's knife time. (laughs) It's so absurd to even say, but a lot of tabloids will go into like you know you can see like well that's not that bad this is bad you guys no, i came across this not from the internet but from Brittany herself i was scrolling through instagram right oh sourdough bread oh, oh. hot crossfit workout oh. oh my friends uh just got married mm-hmm. oh some ladies dancing in Some her underpants lady. with knives? What yeah, is this? That lady. Britney Spears is playing with knives. And Dawn, she's not just playing with knives. She's like... I've never seen her dance She should like have this been before. in a movie. I don't know what kind of movie, but I'm feeling late 1980s action movie. She's a villain, comes out. And does like a knife dance. It's like she wants to be in the circus and do some act that's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't the first time we've heard of Brittany playing with knives in the conservatorship when it ended. Part of the recommendations were <laughs> Brittany has been. Keep her away from knives. She is what can't it said. have knives Keep because she sleeps knives. with them under the bed, under her pillow, because she's really concerned that someone's going to come in and attack her. And she has a fascination with knives. We now, recommend no knives in the house. I want you to give us a play by play. But, Mike, do we have did we have the audio of this? Yeah, I have uh, a clip, I believe. Uh, I would love to hear the audio and then we'll explain to the listener. But it's literally just her in her lobby, in her foyer doing a knife dance there's a reason why we're playing this because of something she said in the caption yeah also enigma yeah i know i know like good afternoon uh early 1990s (laughs) once again magic show in the 90s enigma i mean she's obviously has some arrested development there mike is laughing um, no, I'm horrified. She, yeah, because... <laughs> They're um, coming so close to her legs. I yeah, know! It's really horrible. And she says oh. in the caption, don't worry, they are not real knives. 
Halloween is soon. And then she says, I just started playing with knives today. Okay. So you said the knives are not real. Mike, can you play that audio again, please? <laughs> now, what you can't see, you yeah, guys. You noticed something that I, I noticed. What, that the, I watch well yeah. because I'm a dog lover. <laughs> And as I was watching last night in bed, I was mortified because even the dogs know this is not a good idea. (laughs) Why? She's got three like little teacup dogs. It looked like maybe two Maltese and a... I want to grab them up and go, come on, honeys. Well, you didn't need to grab them because them bitches ran. (laughs) Literally, you hear the clank clank and the dogs make a beeline as far away from her as humanly possible. Like they all come up and they're sort of like, What's she doing you don't now? hear the beginning of the video, which yeah. is just the enigma. Like, and she's doing a very involved routine with the knives, which honestly I was like, is that like a real routine or is she literally just not cutting herself? Because anybody else, if you just handed them those two knives and said, go to town, do a knife show, you would be really careful <laughs> To like move them knives around so that you wouldn't cut yourself. No, she's like pew pew, pew, pew. But it's not like faster than I've ever seen. But it's not like romancing the stone, like a character, like some sexy extra in romancing the stone who came out to like try and knife uh, Kathleen Turner, right? Or Michael Douglas. No, she's just like throwing these knives around. And then after like the dance, she clang clangs them and the dogs just are like, oh, we're out. Bye. <laughs> that run. bitch got them knives again. They run <laughs> for the hills because even the dogs know. The dogs know. They're idea. like, nope, mama got knives. No. 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 Mama no. not supposed clang, to have knives. Clang, clang, clang goes to Brittany. Get away from those. She Did you see attract- her cut that those vegetables in the smoothie video? Of course I did. Mike, you were terrified. I still am. I'm getting nauseous right now. Like, I, in my mind, well, am vis- Mike, visualizing her swinging them down by her legs. And I'm like, she going to cut her legs. And now I'm no. seeing the blood in my head. And I'm getting all nauseous. Yeah, I need to stop okay. watching this video. Mike, it's very weird. This is really, yeah, this that's This is really dangerous. bad. That's real bad. And I feel like since we've seen, I have seen so many dancing videos. Okay? Of Britney. Of Britney. Yeah. That now I have the authority <laughs> to critique her dancing and compared to other dancing videos I've seen. She is so excited about these knives. She is twirling faster than I've ever seen her twirl. Yeah. Like she does about eight rotations with those knives rapidly. Yeah. I'm concerned because one sneeze, one dog runs the wrong way. She kind of twists her ankle a little bit. Them knives. And she's on that, you know, like, uh, Probably marble floor. Yeah. She hits a little dog piddle. Yeah, something. Anything can happen. You can get disoriented. You can get, I mean. And please read the caption again because it's like trying to tell us what we can't see. You can't just say they're not knives. They're clearly knives. It says, don't worry, they are not real knives. Halloween is soon. And then I started playing in the kitchen with knives today. It's not today. It's been a long time. It's not just today. Yeah. You no, didn't there's start nothing today. today about the, those knives. And also those, if they're not real knives, what are they? Well, I mean, like if prop she, knives. Is that what she's implying? I, I don't know. But 
they just where did she get oh, God. knives? They're every freaking time the, real knives. Every time the knives come together, clang clang, those dogs running. <laughs> I can't. Like literally, they hightail it. One hits the other one on the way out. Yeah, it's they're, just, they're no. like move, move. They're like, not. She's got. Where's Sam? You know when your dogs they they try to get a running start, they're like <laughs> them dogs are just like. <laughs> Like sliding oh on that marble floor. Oh. Get me out of here. Mm, yeah. Well, you know, you can't just to like, I'm going to speak directly to Brittany. And they are, by the way, they are. Okay. I want you to speak, speak directly to Brittany, but I just want to point out that for the listener who can't see these knives and says, you know, she says they're fake. Those are real knives. Those are like Wustoff. If you're wondering what kind of knives, it'd be like two Wustoff kitchen, like main, like, your main kitchen knife. Your Cutco. Big ass. Your big Cutco. Your big ass your Cutco knife. Your friend talked you into buying when they came and did yeah, a presentation. I have a sweet potato one. Yeah, we we know about knives because we sat through a 30-minute presentation yeah. with our friends. Did he, did did your Cutco one do the penny? Yeah. Where they cut the penny? Yep. Yep. So I'm telling you it's a thing. Anyway, those are some real knives. They are. Okay, now you were going to... I'm going to say, Brittany, yeah. just because you write in a post... These are not. That doesn't mean that people are going to believe you. Yeah. You can't just say something isn't real and we're going to accept it. What I love it. about that, that's a tell, right? And we hear that all the or we see that all the time from other people in the world. I don't want to say them out loud. But who say things and you're like, well, you can say that. But mm-hmm. thankfully the good true. Lord gave me eyeballs and ears. Mm-hmm. So that's not actually true. Um, in the same way, it tells me that Brittany thinks that people are concerned that she has knives, right? Because the tell is she's saying these aren't real, which means she's she thinks people are concerned they're real. Mm -hmm. And also I just started today tells us that she knows people have been concerned for a long time that she's been playing with knives. So she's addressing all of those things. She might not know that the public knows. So uh, I would like to also go back and review, if we could, for just a second. The weekend that she had was odd, okay? She had several posts. You know, versus. And, um, but it was extra special because she did put up a post of her doodling on a piece of paper. Oh, with God, all yeah, the should we play voice, that audio? Yes, with, with it sped up, and we had Rocco slow it down so we could hear what she's saying. She's doodling on a notebook Basically paper. like you and I would doodle with markers. Yeah, in different colors. And she's doing this swirly. It looks it's like really cute. Um, almost like, you know. Maybe like, like a tree or spaghetti or something. It's like a little intricate patterns that all just blossom out into a big cloud-like thing. Yeah. So here's the audio. Wow. I just hope I don't get a migraine. Wow, this is sick. Sick and cold. I love this. It's like amazing. I could do this forever. Oh, God, I love this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hey, don't go too far out. Going out. Out, come in, come in, come in, come in. Oh, wow. She is so high. <laughs> Okay. Well, I don't have green. I only have a green marker. Oh no. Honey. Have a green marker. Oh, I wow. want her to be the best Britney she can be right now, specifically because there is a book about to come out 
And she might very well be the first author of a best-selling memoir to, I don't know, break records for selling books who never does an interview mm-hmm. or talks about the book. Yeah, I don't think she needs to. Uh, we'll, we're going to we're going to find out. People are so fascinated. We're going to find out, but I I still am just curious what the publishing company is doing. Like are they doing any press? Are they sending out like surrogates to talk about the book? I mean, this is a multi-million dollar experience. Come you on, would, Simon and Schuster. You would think that they would have something. I mean, maybe Simon or Schuster themselves. Mm, I'm pretty sure if they were human beings, <laughs> they've long and since alive. departed this earth. And yeah. if they watched the video with the knives, they'd be running away like them dogs. Maybe they're behind the knife video. Maybe. You think this is all part of the marketing? Could be. Yeah. I mean, it could be a well, master we'll plan. She is what I will say is she's acknowledged this. She's acknowledged the book, right? Because she posted that little videoette, mm-hmm. videoette yeah. of the books getting printed. Yeah, she did. That was one of the posts this weekend along with this freaky weird doodling video. Wow. I mean, maybe they just said, "Brittany, you don't have to do any interviews, just do what you do best." Yeah, well. Which is post whatever video you want. Is it on the New York Times want. bestseller list yet? I don't know. know. Let's see. Um, All right. Well, you find out. And then when we come back, we'll tell the listeners because we also have to catch people up on what's going on with Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Things are getting real nasty. And God, there's so much going on in the world of celebrities. And we'll have all the latest on the other side of this. And we'll find out how our book is doing, Dawn. (laughs) On my entertainment. Thanks for joining us. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Welcome back to the show. We missed you in that brief moment where we were gone. Well, celebrities are getting divorced because there's time to do it right now because there's an actor strike and nobody's really doing any filming unless, you know, you have some type of a waiver. But one of the big celebrity couples divorcing, Jofi. I do want to get to Jofi in just a moment, but I do want to tie up the story we were just talking about, Brittany's memoir, The Woman and Me. And I'm trying to find out, like, where it is on... Uh, any particular list? Yeah, I was trying to. Uh, did you find anything? Nope. All I can say is that in the Kindle store, it's number 14,578. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, it's number two in biographies of composers and musicians. Oh. Number eight in biographies of the rich and famous. And number 31 in Amazon's memoirs Kindle okay. store list. Okay. So I don't know if, uh, you know, where it stands overall, but I would be curious to see if it charts as like a bestseller. I would. Like a New York Times bestseller? Yeah, I would too. I That's what you think? I was hoping when I looked at the list here that I, know, I would I'm not seeing. It. I'm not seeing anything It's called The definitive. Woman and Me. And it comes out again October 24th, so we're just a little shy of a month away. And I think we'll definitely add this to our book club list, don't you think? Yeah. I know you're going to read the physical copy. I'm going to listen to Brittany read to me, hopefully. Um, now, should we go back to Jofi? Yes. So Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner. We have a development, this publationship that is now swiftly turning into a, what's the opposite of a publationship? A publication. 
<laughs> just change the P to a T. Yeah, that's it. And that's where we are with these two. Things got real ugly. This was no like, oh, we're both friends and we're going to move on to different chapters no. of our lives. A la Hugh Jackman and Deborah Furness. Um, this is knockdown drag out in courts of law spanning two continents, two countries, three jurisdictions. Florida, New York, and the United Kingdom. And the most recent update today is that Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have agreed to keep their children in New York for the time being until they come up with some sort of legal resolution, which is no small thing, but also it leaves so many questions, Don. Like, what are these two gonna do? They, but She wants to live in the UK and has said as much that they were supposed to all live in the UK together as a family in a brand new home. They had a whole plan in place that fell through, obviously, when Joe decided he didn't want to do that, kept yeah. the kids in the United States. He says, look, these kids are born and raised in the United States. They are Americans. Um, so that's they need to be here. Well, they that's have dual gonna, citizenship, technically. Well, yeah, of course. But well, I mean, actually, I don't know what their citizenship citizenship. Yeah, it's okay. what their status is. But what I can say is that they've got two parents who can't agree on which country to live, to raise their children in. And that's going to cause a problem. Yeah, it's going to cause a real problem. And I'm kind of mad at him, to be honest oh, with you. You're mad at Joe Jonas? I am. Poor because K. if you look at, uh, despite whatever has happened, we're talking about kids here. And even like a year ago, she did interviews talking about how she was open about that she was depressed. She had depression problems and she felt like not being around her family um, in times that were rough or challenging had really affected her and she desperately wanted to be in England and so as a couple they agreed to they had plans in place to either build a home we're not sure what those details are but they made plans so in her mind she finally is going to be able to move back to England and live in England where she is happy and uh, he's like, I've changed my mind. It's like now you've caused a problem with the kids. And um, yeah, but you said this yourself last week. People can change their mind. They can change their mind, but I'm not happy about it. I don't think it's a cool thing to do, especially if you have kids involved. And they were maybe looking forward to going to school in England or being around their other relatives. It's like you're switching gears, not just on her out of spite, but uh, maybe out of spite. But, you know, your kids are involved. In- yeah, well, I think they're both going to have to deal with it. That's why I think this is so difficult. I don't think there's an easy answer because they both may very well have valid points. Like she wants to be in the United Kingdom. He and his family are here. And maybe they had a prior agreement, but they clearly don't now. So, like, I don't care who's right or wrong because I don't think there is a right or wrong. Or at least I'm not involved in these people's lives enough to have a right or wrong. But the result is that their kids are going to have to deal with this. And Mm -hmm. that's what I don't understand how you accommodate that. Either you're just going to have to pick one. That is, the kids are going to have to go live with Sophie and dad's going to have to show up every once in a while. And by that, I mean as much or as little as he wants. Uh, I would hope it's a lot. Right. And that they would be able to work out some agreement or vice versa. She's going to have to come here. I don't know. But there is no easy solution Mm -mm. because to have two parents in opposite countries now, look, they're rich, they're privileged, they have resources, they have the ability to probably make this less painful than, you know, the average couple who's dealing with geographical 
uh, difference after they get divorced. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's still going to be easy for those kids. Not at all. No. And maybe they could, I mean, there's all kinds of options out there. So hopefully they can still, you know, one person doesn't have to move to an entirely different country. Like I said, move to Iceland, live there. Yeah. Move and then to you can country. both do <laughs> involve a third country. They'll love the little, all of the little uh, tales about gnomes and fairies. Just as a reminder, uh, the two wed in 2019. He filed for divorce in Florida earlier this month. But of course, everything went down in New York because she filed a petition. Basically, she got, she said she was taking the kids back to England. That's where they belong. And he was like, I'm not giving you the passports because this court in Florida said kids can't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He, He in advance went and, you know. Well, when in he filed Florida. for divorce, yeah, yeah in Florida. And he, um, he has good lawyers to yeah, do that. I would imagine. Yeah. And the the thing I found most interesting about all of this, because, again, it, uh, I don't understand how you even begin to figure this out, and like who has jurisdiction and all that stuff. But when it comes to Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, I'm like, Joe Jonas is part of this very big family that is very family-oriented. And a lot of other famous people in his family, mostly his brothers, right? I haven't heard a peep out of any of them Mm-mm. throwing support or otherwise, or even like throwing distractions. Like for a moment, I thought maybe uh, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas would sort of like cause mass distractions by going places out yeah, in public anything. and drawing attention away from the story. Right. Because you can imagine like Joe has been getting raked over the coals in the tabloids Yeah, that he would like to avoid as much negative press as possible, but all the other people in his family have sort of, you know, it's crickets. Yeah. I wonder if they're, you know, if she's friends with Priyanka, if they have a good relationship. I've well, never allegedly, heard they, they were don't. all like this sister troop that they traveled around when the boys were touring. Yeah. <clears throat> they, it was uh, Priyanka, Sophie, and is her name like Kevin's Lauren, wife? Natalie? Yeah. Something. I don't remember her. She's like a business, she's got her own like, brand or something mm-hmm. but the three of them would travel around and you know they were like the jonas wives. The sisterhood of the traveling jonas yeah wives. exactly yeah. exactly so i don't know now like things i mean i just can't imagine yeah and they're in the middle of a tour so we'll see what happens well I've- we do know now the court has decided that for the time being and i assume she's there although didn't the blind item suggest she had gone back to the uk yeah mike didn't you say something about it like said when she goes back to the uk hmm. this week okay so apparently for maybe it's that movie she was shooting or what but yeah. she's apparently scheduled to go back and so Danielle, he's probably you know one of them's gonna have to stay there with the kids mm-hmm. yeah so i'm sure she's gonna give a really great performance with all of that stress on her you know what i mean like i don't know that's just, it's just so hard. I watch a lot of 90 Day Fiance and this happens. Like people get pregnant. They're not even married yet. One is one in one country and one in another or one just, it's on a different scale of like, uh-oh, these people are actually yeah, they don't have not the money privileged. And, they and don't have the private money. Private jets. Exactly. So Or hmm. the, you know, immigration status. Right. All right. When we come back, Pickleball. Team Picklepuss. We are reporting for duty. At the top of the next hour, we're going to talk a little bit more about Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. Don, um, yes, I got a surprise for us. You do. And listeners, we got plenty of tickets left. Come back right here on My Talk 107.1.